Hello, this is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast. I'm going to be talking to you today about something quintessentially English. Don't you just love that word quintessentially? Well, I do. And it means in a way that is most typical example or the most important part of something. For me, and in this instance, it means something that is very, very typically English. And what is typically English? Well, tea. Tea and the British people. It is part of our lives. So, there was once a time in the 60s and 70s when some people believed that coffee would replace tea as the British, Britain's favourite beverage. In the event, that didn't happen, and today tea remains firmly anchored as Britain's favourite drink, accounting for over two-fifths of all the drink consumed in Britain, with the exception of water. To say that the British are fond of tea is something of an understatement. From the royal family down to the humblest of the homeless and out of work, tea is more than just a pleasure. It is an essential part of life. It is one of those things that distinguishes life in Britain from life anywhere else. The average Briton over the age of 10 drinks three and a half cups of tea per day, or 1,355 cups per year, mostly tea with milk in it, which puts Britain miles ahead of any other country in the International League of Tea Drinking Nations. I bet you didn't know that. Second and third in the league are the New Zealanders, 889 cups, and the Australian, 642, and in Europe, the nearest rival to Britain is Russia, where people only consume, on average, 325 cups of tea per year. The popularity of tea in the United Kingdom has a long history, reflecting the nation's development since the 17th century. It was in 1657 that Thomas Garway, the owner of a coffee house, sold the first tea in London. The drink soon became popular as an alternative to coffee, and by the year 1700, there were over 500 coffee houses in the British capital selling the new drink. In those days, however, it was not something for anyone. The cost of a pound of tea in the year 1700 was almost the same as it was in 1985, average of £1.80 a pound. But in 1700, a working man earned one shilling a week, compared to £140 in 1985. For a century and a half, tea remained an expensive drink. Many employers served a cup of tea to their workers in the middle of the morning, thus inventing a lasting British institution, the tea break. But as a social drink outside the workplace, tea was reserved for the nobility and for the growing middle classes. Among those who had the means, it became very popular as a drink to be enjoyed in cafes and tea gardens. It was the Seventh Duchess of Bedford who, in around 1800, started the popular fashion of afternoon tea, a ceremony taking place at about four o'clock. Until then, people did not usually eat or drink anything between lunch and dinner. At approximately the same time, the Earl of Sandwich popularised a new way of eating bread, in thin slices with something, for example jam or cucumber, between them, and before long a small meal at the end of the afternoon involving tea and sandwiches had become part of a way of life. 
As tea became much cheaper during the 19th century, its popularity spread right through the British society, and before long it had become Britain's favourite drink, promoted by the Victorians as an economical, warming, stimulating, non-alcoholic drink. In working households, it was served with the main meal of the day, eaten when workers returned home after a day's labour. This meal has become known as high tea, H-I-G-H, high tea. Today, tea can be drunk at any time of day. The large majority of people in Britain drink tea for breakfast. The mid-morning tea break is an institution in British offices and factories, though some people prefer coffee at this time of day. And for anyone working outdoors, a thermos of tea, a flask of tea, is almost an essential part of the day's equipment. Later in the day, afternoon tea is still a way of life in the south of England and among the middle classes, whereas high tea has remained a tradition in the north of Britain. To make tea, hmm, a classic English cuppa, cuppa, C-U-P-P-A, we call it a cuppa. Would you like to come round for a cuppa? Would you like to come round for a cup of tea? To make tea, how do you do that? You put in a couple of tea bags, two tea bags, or teaspoonfuls of tea into a warmed pot. You've got to have the pot warmed. Add boiling water to the pot and leave to brew for three to four minutes. Serve with a dash, a little bit of milk and or sugar, with or without sugar. Tea without sugar is the best accompaniment with sweet snacks, biscuits, jam sandwiches and cakes. So there's lots of brands of tea that we have in England. We have Brook Bond, Thai Fu, um, there's Indian varieties which are quite strong and can be also drunk, and, and many other brands. Just thinking what other varieties of tea we have. The best Indian tea is supposed to be Darjeeling. Assam tea is much darker and stronger. China teas are more delicate, and most popular are Kimam and Lapsang Souchong. Earl Grey tea is a blend of China and Darjeeling flavoured with oil of bergamot. Now we have tea in the afternoon, not necessarily with sandwiches or with cakes and things, but it's a lovely thing to do if you want to go out for an afternoon tea and go somewhere special like a hotel or a special cafe that uh, serves English tea with cakes and sandwiches and scones. If you don't know what scones are, they are delicious little cakes. They're quite dry, so we have them with butter and we have them with uh, cream, a very thick cream, either from Cornwall or from Devon. And then we have them with jam on the top. There is actually a, a discussion about whether you put the jam on first or the cream on first. And it really depends on where you're from. But it's fine either way. It tastes delicious. So scones, S-C-O-N-E-S, are also served at tea time in very special places and in the countryside. And another thing about tea is that it can be very social and very pleasant to do with friends or even on your own. So having a cup of tea, having a tea break or any part of the tea ceremony in England is still very important. And I thought I would share that with you, that it is quintessentially, beautiful word, quintessentially English. So this is Linda with English Puzzle Podcast, solving the puzzle of afternoon tea. Thank you for listening with me. Bye.